This is the Grey Area Podcast, talking all things rap and hip-hop from the UK to across the pond. The facts are black and white, but our opinions are somewhere in the middle. We're about the music, not the gossip. Positive more than negative. Quality over quantity. Substance is worth more than clickbait. What's going to ask for this as well? Oh man, I'm telling you, this song is too much, man. Do you know how many times I will? This because is how you open a verse as well. Yeah, no, this is the, how you open it's, a verse. It, I'm just gonna play a little bit of it to get the vibe, to get the gas going, then I'll, oh, I'll stop Jesus, it. Oh Jesus, this song, man! I can't tell you how gassed I was when I listened. To it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, man. I was I had so to pause it, gassed. Like, what is this? The like, I was like, there, and, and it's mad. I'm there washing my dishes, thinking. I'm like, it's unbelievable. Do you know what's magic? Do you know what's magic? Wait, I paused it. I paused it. I'm going to start it again. Because we were talking all over it, yeah? I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what, right? About this album, yeah? I was listening to it in my headphones, yeah? And then when the first verse started, I ripped my AirPods out. I dashed Mm -hmm. them. Because I was washing Mm -hmm. up too. and No, I was cooking. Dashed them, yeah? I went and got the speaker. Banged it loud. Loudspeaker album. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like some dickhead listening to this in headphones. Fucking get out! <laughs> like, there's there's something I think that this is one of this is how you know this will go down as one of the great albums. Is I think everyone had an experience when they heard those first two tracks and they'll always like remember where they were. It was like Good Kid, Mad City, right? I will never like, yes, remember when yes, we heard Good yes, Kid and it was true. like shit. I don't remember music yeah. coming this hard and, you, and so yeah, long. Because you know what's mad when you rem- when you think of albums like that, you remember exactly where you were. If you remember that exact moment where you were when you listen, you know it's a great album. Because I I will never forget where I was when I first listened to this. Because oh my goodness me, I'm sitting there like washing the dishes, thinking, Nah, this is just incredible. I'm just like getting fully gassed. Like, what is this? And then I'm I'm just like bumping and then that transition <laughs> I'm sorry because I didn't even clock it changed into the song oh, mm. too much mm. absolutely too much we're cutting we're cutting this out don't worry but it's just for us it's for us to get guests I want want the audience to hear this (laughs) (laughs) just keep it just keep it oh this is all love what a moment what a way to start your album that's how you do it bring the energy up bring the fucking energy all the way up have you heard he says he writes the intro last? That makes, makes the album yeah, yeah, yeah. and does the intro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense because it it's ties just, in it's just, all the things. Yeah. It's, it's just what, like you said, what a way to like, start an album. Now, now this, I was in the car when this happened, right? So, very bad, I've not looked at the track list. I've not looked at the runtime. I'm just sitting there and driving. I'm ready to drive back to, to the new place. Past and this is happening. Future. And I'm like, okay, Senior. I like this. I thought it was the end of the song still. Exactly, I think it's the same track. That's what I thought it was the same track when I'm watching it. That's what's planned. And then I'm yeah. just because like, I was about and to I'm rewind it. And then I was and like, I'm hearing this and I'm like, I recognize this. What is this? 
<laughs> and then it's, get, it's getting there, and I'm like, oh, I know what this is. Oh man, the way his bars go like this. Yeah. So at this point now, I'm looking, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, Mozambique, what? Still conflicted. And I'm having to like slow down a little because I'm not able to concentrate on the moment. Just be you and be consistent. <laughs> Sometimes you got right off the whip. <laughs> Yo, what's wrong with these nicks? Man can't tell me about no, these dreams. Stop, 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 the stop, stop the music. I think it's time to start talking. Like, Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. That, that might be like one of the best moments in like grime recording history. Oh, do you know what, right? I'm going to put this out there because I know our talking points was like, what does this album do for grime, right? But the reason why I didn't like grime back in the day is it was poorly mixed. It had it was going nowhere and it was just a whole bunch of people talking shit. This is mm. the opposite of all of that, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's going somewhere, right? It's mixed amazingly. And... That progression between Fine Line and Mozambique, it's like, yeah, I, I play Mozambique, but then every time I play Mozambique, I'm like, maybe I should play Fine Wine. Do you know what I mean? Just just to get the vibe right, yeah, just to get the energy it. right. Yeah. It's just that smooth transition, man. Like I said, I didn't even know that I was, I listened to Fine Wine, I'm like, I'm definitely reloading this track. Then it then it just transitions over and it doesn't even give me the chance to because I'm like, because I'm an idiot. I didn't even listen to Mozambique before. So you can imagine how I'm mm. yeah. I, I never listened like, to it either. I was like, Jesus. I was oh, like, really? oh, this nah, is mad. Nah, nah. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> you guys see the video yeah, for it? Yeah, I've seen the video now. Nah, yeah, the video, is, yeah, the video is mad. The video mm. is mad. Honestly, it's special. That, like I said, I was there, I was cooking some food and washing up at the same time. Yeah, I was like, let me put on this Gets album real quick. You know, Friday after, no. Yeah, Friday evening. Or no, maybe it was a Saturday. One of the two. Whatever. I was like, yes, whatever. Play this out. See, see what's going on. As soon as the verse dropped on fire, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Washing up with my AirPods in like some dickhead. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> this album deserves to be played loud. Loud. And then my neighbours probably were it's hearing me It's also the wheeling. type of album, like, yeah. I will do like you can't times. like ignore it as well. You can't you can't skim oh, no, through no, this album. Like... You literally like you put it on and it's like, what the heck am I listening to? I need to focus. I need to take in like what he's trying to tell me. All of that. Because even me. the transition from Mozambique to Fire and Brim, uh, what Brimstone? Oh, I was just like, no, this is just this is because you're right, Kieran. <laughs> Fire and Brimstone is a flipping moment. I was like, oh my goodness, it's crazy. Man. When when yeah, when Dizzy's start coming, that it's like, yeah. what is like, going, what's going on? on? Did you hear like, the ambulance yeah. in the background as well? All the little yeah, yeah. intricate bits, and you're like, nah, this is mad. Uh, the, the, also, like, do you know the first four tracks had this like G funk yeah, sound, did. like running yes. through them yes. like, here the and G, there? Because you heard the G. Like, yeah. By the point it gets to, is it Rhyme top off the fourth track? Trademark that one. Rhyme funk. No, definitely. I feel like some of these songs could have been on Chronic, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, no, definitely. Especially when it's yeah, track four. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Definitely, definitely agree. But yeah, I tell you what, I, I, sorry, just to jump back, because I wrote the, when I did my first sort of listen right. for the review, I, I wrote down words that I was feeling as I was listening to Fine Wine, but I think they kind of reflect the album. I put, I wrote Atmosphere, but then I wrote Clarity. Mm. Purpose, passion, mm-hmm. vividness, maturity. And when I, I was thinking about the delivery, the slickness of the wordplay, mm. the storytelling, it actually has everything but a hook, but that doesn't matter. Mm. You don't need a hook on an intro. But, oh, no. So no, it's perfect. No. It's perfect. Moza, um, fine wine to Mozambique is 
it's perfect. But like, I don't, is, I don't think well, there is the any title flaw. of fine wine. The wordplay is insane because it's like that song is like fine wine. It gets better. With yeah, time. that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying earlier mm-hmm. because that that see, um, that that is and the like thing gets. with like other like like with other um albums with this. I got gassed initially, but how am I getting more gassed every single time I listen to it? Every single time I listen to it, it just gets better every single time. I don't see myself ever getting bored of that track. It just gets better with time. It's it's brilliant. It really is. It's just and shout so well out to you. shout out to Rude Kid for the beat on Mozambique. That's the best beat I've ever heard him made, and he's made some some good beats. But that's that's yeah, that's the one. That's top. and and J.K. as well. That was a. Solid oh, verse, no, man. That's like, solid verse, man. Solid verse. Because mm-hmm. some people, people don't really rate JK. JK like that. Nah, people are sleeping on JK, man. He's got bangers. Yeah. I think so, man, too. Yeah. I think Heart so, verse. too. Heartache, yeah. toothache, anything with ache in it, he's doing something crazy. Like, he's building <laughs> he's building some kind of, like, story with, you know, I don't know how many more words have ache. I'm sure he's going to make a song called Headache, maybe, next. But <laughs> he is doing something with those, with those tracks. Mm. And people mm. sleep on him. And even in this, he's, he delivers a great verse. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to say as well, because I have to represent, I think he's probably the best South Asian rapper in this country. Are you claiming him? No, he's half half, man. Come on. Let's... <laughs> yeah, come on, though. Come on. Like, he even name dropped Pakistan in that rap. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, he yeah. owns it himself. He owns it himself. Fair enough. Okay. Because I was a bit confused because I don't know much about him, but because obviously I heard the line was he said, grew up on rice and curry, not ham. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he says, got shoes from Pakistan. So I was like, Mm-hmm. Okay, what's his what's his background? But uh, no, that's good to know. Uh, that makes sense. But hop out. Uh, sorry, fire and brimstone and hop out. That felt like another one-two punch for me. So I know what you're saying. It obviously transitions, but I mean, mm. I felt like fine wine yeah. and, and Mozambique obviously goes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fire and brimstone and hop out obviously yeah. goes together. It's, it's yeah. the way hop yeah, out drops smooth. in. Like it's yeah. so intentional. He just oh. wants you to be like bang. If I'm honest, though, I, I didn't feel like there was as much going on in either of those tracks compared to the first two. I feel like the first two were such a strong, flawless start. These ones felt there was something a little bit lacking. I don't know whether they felt a bit short, whether uh, they needed another verse. The hook, not sure Sean, it was. You're, you're feeling exactly like how I felt when I first... I thought I was about listened. to get attacked. No, 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 no. You're not getting attacked. <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. Uh, when, I, when I first listened to it, I agree yeah. with you. As time goes on, I'm sorry, Fire and Brimstone and Hop Out, they are, they are moments just as important as the first two. I felt exactly like you at the beginning. Oh, He's building you up. He's trying to bring you into his world and into his mind state. So fine wine, he's building this like, this tension, this tension, this tension. And in Mozambique, it's like, he's telling you about like, you know, I'm, I'm on this road thing. I've been about this road thing, whatever, whatever. Fire and Brimstone's doing the same thing. But then Hop Out is like, it's like um, backseat freestyle, you know, that type of vibe mm. of like, he's mm. bringing the you flow. On, on a ride along with him doing the magic. Yeah. I was going to say it's all, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, you know, his ghetto delivery and flow, that whole thing where like, he just goes mad with his voice yeah i feel like um hop out's the only moment at the end that's the first time he brings that voice in right mm. i feel like he's got this like laid back cadence with his voice that he's brought on this album like refined so well i think mm. there was a point in his career um when he made rebel for with a cause and he like wanted to call himself jay clark at that point because he like he was done with like the ghetto kind of vibe mm. and the gets vibe as well like he wanted to yeah, be this yeah. like chill rapper that like actually just like hip-hop raps and like speak raps and i feel like it never grabbed me like this album does he does it for three songs in a row and it's like what the heck like he's one of the yeah, best yeah. rappers in this country like no doubt mm. has been yeah but have you also heard the song ghetto no more on the first album 
where he addresses that. He ba- he basically explains yeah, like why yeah, he made yeah. that decision. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's good. It's cool you um, mentioned that. But I think do you know what it is for me. The reason why. Um, uh, don't get me wrong I really like Fire and Brimstone and Hop Out but the reason why I feel like they're not quite on the level of the first two is because what follows with IC3 is just you know another that's going to go down as a classic an absolute classic especially it's when a, you remember the history like between Brooklyn's like Gets right? <laughs> like Gets and BBK and the clashes and all that yeah. it's like yeah Brooke, that's actually a really good comparison actually yeah, it's like that today. it's a oh, it's, mate there's a line in that that has been in my head. Well, I mean, this this song came out a while ago, but it's I've, obviously we've revisited the track because it, you know the album's just come out. But the line that is just sticking with me the whole time is "Don't tell me go back where I came from while the Queen sits there in stolen jewels." Oh goodness! Yeah, that was fire. No, that was fire. When no, when I heard that, was mad. That was mad, mad, mad. And and something else as well that maybe it doesn't apply to all of them, but it definitely applies to the final track is that the it feels like the features fit the theme of the track. Mm-hmm. But how many times in rap have you heard? And and also like don't get me wrong, there's been some great verses, but the amount of times where you listen to a feature and it's just off topic. Like the king of that is Rick Ross. Rick Ross will drop a sick feature, but it's got <laughs> nothing to do with the track at all. <laughs> nothing to do with it. But on this, I feel like Skepta, especially, and someone else that we'll get to. Um, just I already just, know who he's thinking of. Oh, yeah, so know. do I. You might, yeah, it's probably very <laughs> yeah, so obvious. But yeah, but you know what Skepta was talking about. You know, turning down the MBE, going back to Nigeria, getting his chieftaincy or whatever it's called. Just oh, there's, there's a pa- very powerful feeling to that track. Very powerful, man. And like I said, it just that some of the, that line in particular, but some of the stuff that was being said just stuck with me big time, big time. The singles just as a hit kid. differently, though. Like, yeah. I feel like when we heard the singles pre-release, it was like, cool, these are good songs he's released. Mozambique, this, and obviously Skangman as well. But I feel like in the context of his album, once you've listened to those first four, it's like you have to take everything you listen to seriously on this. And like IC3 yeah. comes and it's like... Nah, this is this is like two of the best grime rappers. Mm. Yeah, mm. I didn't really listen to IC3 properly. I was like, oh, this is good. You know what I mean? He's talking about conscious mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Then when I took yeah. it in context of the album, I was like, oh, this is part of a story. Mm. And the fact that autobiography yeah. comes in straight afterwards yeah. is where I started okay. to realise that this album is something different. Because it's mm-hmm. it's, it's like Sean said, um, tracks one to six are apart. Tracks seven to 11 are apart. And then tracks 12 to 16 yeah. are apart mm. as yeah. well. But it's like I see that. three yeah. sides, like the the cover art. Yeah. yeah, but that first Sick. section is like this is this is me. Yeah, this is who I am on on by face value. I'm a rapper. I can make good music. I'm I'm a bar. I'm this. I'm that. But then autobiography mm. just leads so nicely into good hearts, and it tells you like you know there's another side to me outside of this music yeah. shit. I am this person. Now is this a track where he talks about his mum saying stuff to him and all that kind of stuff? I can't really remember. I'm gonna have to look at the. That's proud family. Yeah, proud, right? yeah, proud family proud is one he's talking about. Okay. Yeah, his mum and stuff like that. That's a hard song. Oh, I love proud mm-hmm. family. That well, whole middle section, though. That middle like, section it, is good. Oh, that middle section is powerful, though. It's, it's human, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like you get like all these human emotions mm. that you kind of got from Gets with like Close to Heaven and like all those other old tunes that were like, all right, mm. cool, he's saying deep stuff here. I'm feeling this vibe. But I feel like here he's patterned it like convincingly. 
it's just so like laid back. And he's patterned yeah. it so well because again, when I first listened to it, I didn't like Ten Thousand Tears, but Ten, you cannot for ever. So, when I no no no, I no, no I love it. No, 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 I didn't like it when I first listened to it. I flipping loved that song because in the context yeah. of the album. You cannot go to Sonia without 10,000 Tears. You cannot mm. get that. Like Sonia, I don't get the feeling from Sonia without 10,000 Tears. And it's so powerful how he's ordered mm. all of that. And it's just it's just so well done. And it's when I listen to it properly like that, that I'm like, oh, wow, no, this is this is truly amazing. It really is. So, Sonia for me yeah. is is what um is, is what Dave has always been trying to do when he tells these, these storytelling type yes. reps. Yes, and, and gets yeah, he's given yeah, him. Honestly. Obviously, you know, Dave's on the album. We'll get to that point when we get to it. But this is this is a lesson in storytelling. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like he's not he's not just speaking from her perspective. He's literally. I was seeing like a vivid picture in my head of him in his cell writing to yeah. her, her writing back. They're gonna visit each other, and then all of a sudden, this is the song where he he gets out and and she's mo- yeah yeah he gets out and she's yeah, moved she's, yeah, and it's yeah. like I get damn. Oh, man. I get yeah, actually you know overwhelmed by get. Oh no, go for it, Sean. You go. I'll, no, no, you say your thing because I've got something yeah. else. So go on, go on. I get, I get like mad overwhelmed with gets when like, especially listen to this album where he's perfected his delivery now mm. in like the whole range he's got. Like he knows how to do the minimal like spoken rap to like the scream kind of like grime that he goes through as well. Level and tone, and like, as he says. I was like, what. Mm. When I hear like something like Sonia, which is so so like mm, like one on the scale of like how like soft you can be, mm. I, I heard him perform at BBK Takeover, mm. and like I saw Drake perform that day with gigs KMT. That was mad memorable. But like yeah. what stuck with me was always like I didn't even see Gets, but I heard him at on the other side of like the place like performing. Uh, he was ripping his throat, like, rapping like it was crazy. It was so mad. I've never heard I anyone rap that. that heavy except like maybe like. J. Cole, but like he was doing grime with Gets, and it's like, yeah, he's got one of the best rap deliveries I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Well, some people say he's the great, he's the best performer we've ever had. Over here. He's he one is, of the best I think, dancers. I think, I think so. I've seen him dance in the club in, in Shoreditch before, and he can fucking dance, <laughs> bro. It was weird. There's this place I don't know if it's there anymore, but it's a place called Ace Hotel. Beneath it, there's this place called Miranda. Yeah, and they they used to throw a lot of these weird private kind of events, and I got invited to one, which was for some like brand release and he was there and the way he was dancing i was like how are you moving like you know like how pharrell moves in um the end of like <laughs> i love you with justin timberlake where he's moving oh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's how gets was moving to the music and i was like Ugh. <laughs> i was like that is disgusting <laughs> um Go see i've got uh i've got a bit of a, a mixed feeling about the middle part of the album if i'm honest did it feel like um, a low point to you no, not a low point. That's the thing I want to make clear. It's not a low point. It's not filler. It's not It's not bad or anything like that. But I just felt that going from those first six tracks, as strong as that was, to good hearts, it was a noticeable dip for me. It was. It, I, mm-hmm. I just, I liked the clever sort of play on on the word heart and heartless crew and you have Mighty Mo on the intro and all that. And Getz is doing his thing throughout this whole album, like Kieran, what you were touching upon about his range and the way he can just, He's like effortless now. He's like mastered his craft. But um I just I just didn't feel like it was anywhere near on the level like production wise, just kind of the structure of the song, the hook. It just wasn't on the level of what came before it. It wasn't a like I said, wasn't a dud. It's just if I'm if I'm being like extra sort of critical and and you know, with with sort of dissecting the album, it wasn't so much on the level for me. And the other tracks were better. 
Like for instance, I actually really like the Ed Sheeran track. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not mad. Know, I'm not that. one of these people. I, I, I actually think Ed a, sounds better than he has in years. I was about to say, I normally have quite a problem with Ed Sheeran because I liked Ed Sheeran when he first came out when he was doing his guitar thing mm-hmm. and you know whatever his little cheeky Nando's music, yeah. quite literally cheeky Nando's Same. music. And then he kind of got a bit too, you know, he's he's rapping and doing all of this, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, no, mm. Ed, like relax. But here mm. I was like, this mm. is a song that was clearly made, not for you, but with you in mind, because you're you're yeah, doing yeah, definitely what you do, not best, but you're doing what you can do, and it, it sits well here. And sorry, there was a line on on the on uh, Good Hearts that maybe kind of chuckle and it's it's something I don't agree with now but something that would have got me like, probably would have agreed with a few years ago but when he says I don't understand why men buy sex what if I want a refund <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh that made me laugh I don't agree with that but I, I, it made me laugh but um, yeah you know I don't want to go into it too much because this is such a good album I don't want to like put a downer on it but the other the other track for me where I have like mixed feelings is actually Sonia and the reason why the reason why, again, Getz is doing his thing. I think Emily Sande's ver- uh, feature is solid as well. The song starts really strong for me. I think really she does have a verse, wait. Doesn't she have a verse? Yeah, does she does have a verse. verse. Yeah. She, she does, does yeah. Verse, and it's that, yeah. I'm going to get to that. But basically, the first verse, I'm, I'm really in it. Vivid story. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm really into this. The second verse, I'm like itching for more because it's sad and it's kind of like, oh, shit, like it's gone this mm. way. What, what happens? What happened next? And the fact that Emily Sander comes in tells me that if this is a true story, there hasn't actually, this didn't happen. She's like, she's writing, singing from the perspective of this person. So I'm sitting there, I'm listening to it. I'm like, but did this happen though? Was this the actual resolution of this? That's the thing. I'm being very particular now, Mm, but it just mm. kind of took me out of the story a little bit. It was like, I'm believing that the first two verses happened. This is truth. And this is like, we don't know what happened. So we're just going to kind of, come up with this person's perspective and it just took me out a little bit but it's a good it's a good song don't get me wrong um it probably i don't know if you know if it makes sense what i'm saying but it does it does it's just I, the way it, yeah, no, like, that does make sense i just feel like that this part of the album sense. as much as you're saying oh you know it, it changes the vibe it changes the vibe it's like the track before mm. all this section said it's an autobiography this whole album is an autobiography mm. and it's like mm-hmm. you said with the the artwork as well sean you know there's three parts or there's three sections there's three elements and this mm. is him in his adolescent stage this is what he was going through slash went through but yeah. he's looking at it from a man's yeah. perspective now yeah and so that's where yeah, yeah, to yeah. close that out with proud family because i know you're saying sonia felt a bit uh, but proud family the way that closes Beautiful. that section oh, mm. yeah it's pretty that's it. you couldn't have closed that section any better it's it's fantastic it really is i feel and like if you were singing. confused though yeah yeah it's yeah, amazing, yeah it is right? yeah it is yeah. it's not bad either if you were confused like proud family kind of like makes you understand what you just experienced of all this adolescent yeah. moods and yeah. stuff like that yeah no and and it's and that kind of as a closer of that side of the album that sort of part is very strong Proud Family is a very, very good song. And the, the line on there that, that stuck with me was he said, I've replaced that X with an I. That's why they call me an icon. So it used to be an X-con. Now he's an yeah. icon. Damn, that's, that a, is, that's that an amazing that's line. That's so <laughs> unbelievable. Don't man. you feel though, Sean, like I know you get that it's a dip in the middle, but he's made this album like a movie. Like it's an autobiography, oh, but his, yeah, his autobiography yeah. is a movie, right? And it's like, yeah. what movie peaks in the middle, except like crap ones? Like good movies start good. They <laughs> mm. kind of like go down to let you like settle in and then they take you back up at the end. And I feel like this yeah. definitely, it's like the perfect journey, right? That, and that's why I say yeah. it's, um, it's not filler. It's not um, a dud. Mm-hmm. It's not 
bad music. It's just if I'm like, it's kind of treating, which seems weird to say out loud. If I'm kind of dealing with the tracks track by track, I can't honestly say to you like, Good Hearts is on anywhere near the level of Mozambique. I've you know had I mean? people it's, that said that's their favorite tune on the album, by the way. I could like garage fans. <laughs> anyway but no what Kieran said is right though this is definitely like a movie that's what I that that's the vibe that I get from this whole album it is like cinematic and it feels like a movie and it takes you on an absolute experience yeah. so yeah but and then another thing I just want to ask a quick question because there were some songs and some singles in this that benefited from being a part part of the album obviously Mozambique Icy Free Proud Family but I don't know if I like Skingman as much as no, part of the album. No, I never did, man. Mm. <laughs> We're not going to name this guy, yeah? No, no, no. I can't bother to we, be, do, nobody wait, say wait, the wait, name wait, that wait. can't be said, please. You guys, listeners, you'll figure out who it is, yeah? But please don't say it. I can't bother to beep it out or reverse it. I'm not going to say the name right, but I feel like as a, <laughs> as a single, that song, like, wasn't the one at all. That song could have been a bonus. Trashed. Yeah, but, like... Can, but, can we just say that that person never to be named, that verse was dead? That, can we just all say that because he's dead. not saying anything? Just waffling. Dude's just waffling. When you're in the wait, sequencing wait. of that album, right? And like Skangman comes and like it's like you're hearing these vocals and you're like, whoa, this is musically like it's shifting again. The album, it's yeah. we're out of this middle patch now. Mm. It's getting a bit more like creative again artistically. And I'm thinking like, oh mad, it's Skangman. And I'm like, okay, I like this song more than when it was a single. First, no, sorry, beat that. <laughs> sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we um, need to start doing like a, a forfeit or some sort of challenge. You know? Like someone uh, says the name, they got honestly, do a shot though, or something. Like that, that verse fits the album. But if if it wasn't him, it would be cool. But it's like, why is he coming kind of right. trash? Like, can I just cut that verse so out? Yeah, and can I say so? That song yeah. would sound amazing. Oh, yeah, can I say so? Quickly, can I quickly say anything, man? If you if you take away, if you take away. The context, as in, remove the chip beef. Don't think about chip. Don't think about any of that. The verse is okay. It's oh, not it's that bad. Waffle, oh no, it's Sean. not. No, no, Sean, it's all no, waffle. Please, please, are you being tell me, serious? Tell this me what's bad saying, about. He's not saying anything. Have you listened to the verse? He's not saying anything. Like, uh, like there's two Chris Jenners. What did like, what did get say in the? To? Look it. Look, I'm not, it's not, it's not great. Listen to what Getz is saying, right? And then realize that my man's waffling. Because he's not saying anything, man. Actually, just a load of nonsense. I've listened to He does kill the moods, right? He kills the mood in the middle of the track. Because when Getz comes back, it's like, oh, I wish it was just Getz on this track. Look, personal opinion is a bit jarring, but I don't I don't feel that strongly about it. But for me, I actually I actually enjoyed Skangman more as a single because I've always thought the production on that track was superb. I've always thought that beat, like, and, and let's just quickly say 10 Billion Dreams, you did a lot of the beats on this album, mm. has done an incredible job, incredible job. Great Why production. do you like it more as a single though? Explain that. Because, uh, and yeah, this is what I was gonna get to, and uh, but it's starting to make sense in my head. The thing that I kept thinking in my head was how did we get from Proud Family to here? How did, this, this, I'm yeah, going through true. this journey of this album. How yeah, did we get from Proud Family point. to here? But then I remembered the album is called Conflict of Interest. Yep. So there is a conflict of interest going mm. on in his head. So he can say all that very sort of mature, powerful stuff in Proud Family and then go into his little skangman mode because he's got this conflict of interest. Yeah. That's why I'm not mad at it. 
But that was what I was struggling with when we were, again, when I was kind of doing the deeper listens, I was like, why is Skingman here? And I'm sorry, Theo, I know I was feeling the same about No Mercy. I'm like, why is it here? After these tracks, why is it here? Those yeah, two together were we, like... Can we talk about this? What are they doing here? He's, uh, like, we can't wait. The no, name no, who no shall no not be named, yeah, from... he said, right? <laughs> he said, new school niggas ain't nowhere tested. Yeah. How you niggas do online wrestling. Now... <laughs> What are you talking about? Because that's what you're doing. How are you? You're first of all, you're a new school guy, right? And you're doing online wrestling. So what are you talking about? That's what I'm saying he's waffling. I, I just he's just trying. No, I'm just no, looking let's at move these on. things. He's let's just, move on. He's just yeah, talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not here for him. Then man start hitting up <laughs> Skeng Man, Moan Man, Blast, and don't care where man goes. Kaboom! I don't give a shit, mate. And I, I work hard what... like two Chris Jenners. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that line. I don't get that one yet. It doesn't I'm make sure. any sense. He's just chatting a load Unless of Unless Chris Jenner just works really hard. He's washed up. That, two Chris Jenner doesn't make um, any sense. What do you mean you work it hard? Does, it doesn't make yeah, it doesn't make no sense, man. And yeah, then look, like oh. he could have put a footballer's name in there or a basketball player's name and that would have flowed because oh yeah, you work hard. Like this sports star. I don't know shit about Chris Jenner. So clearly he sat at home watching the keep up with the Kardashians. No, I'm sorry. This this verse is this verse is actually dead. It really is dead. I stay cool and my catalog's cold. I'm too nice with it. So fucking what? You're just chatting a load of shit, man. Say something real. Just chatting nonsense. Say something oh, it's real. A dead, it's, a, it's a dead verse. I'm sorry. It's dead. It's Thanks. dead. Absolutely dead. You know what? Can't get over Let's move on. In the context of the album, I, I, it's nice for Sean to say that, yeah, it does bring back that conflict of interest thing, but we got to get on to the next track, man. Do, 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 do. Oh, that's for oh no mercy, man. Oh Jesus, do, do, do. Now, that is what I'm talking about. Do, Kieran, do, you don't do, look do, impressed. No, 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 no. I was just waiting for Sam to stop. I'm just gonna quickly put it out there. I'm just gonna quickly put it out there. I like Parcelu. You know how much I like Parcelu, yeah. but we've heard better. We've heard better than that verse. Do it. Has your new favorite guy on there? Has Backrow G man shouting from across the room? Yeah. <laughs> listen, he's he's doing it. <laughs> listen, he is killing it. I love Backrow G. But Parcelu, we've we've heard better. We've heard better from him. I mean, oh, I'm not I'm not God. really concerned about that because realistically, the song slaps. If this was this, yeah, exactly. If That's this was a single, then I would have been like, oh, maybe it I should go listen to the others. It, it was a single, but it was late. Yeah, it was, it was quite recent. It was like beginning of Feb, beginning of Feb, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, by that time, I'm pretty sure I knew he was bringing out an album, so I didn't listen to any anything that was coming out. But hearing that for the first time, I was excited. No mercy. Can I just say just something that's made me upset? Like it, it relates to the previous tune as well. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry, but like looking looking at the streaming numbers, it's actually horrific that Skankman has two and a half million, but then like the next tune. 10,000 tears only has 600,000. That's the edge. Like, think about it. That's the effect versus the edge yeah. effect. What does it that is, tell you? That is so true. That is so it's true. It's horrible. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's horrific. Like, why is that the case? But would this game man's been out longer? Because game man came out a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Give, it, give it some time. What, what if, um, so did what if Icy Free, though? Icy Free's there. Icy Free's got a lot of streams. It's got 3 million. Does it? Yeah, three point. Press show more. It'll show you three point five million. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It does the whole album in and of itself. Um, okay. So basically, from what I'm seeing here is yeah, a lot of people aren't, aren't even. It's like what we said 
the other day about what how people listen to albums now. They're not listening to the they're whole They're not pod. deep in it. No, they're yeah, just they're going, they're seeing it. Ed Sheeran, they're seeing gigs, they're seeing JK, they're seeing names they like and they're, and they're pressing play on them, which is sad to hear. But yeah. you're missing out on the story that is being told here. Mm. Because No Mercy... So that's, that's my question. Mm. What's the... this is And back, just back to what I was saying before. When it comes to Skengman and No Mercy, what's the story? And and even Crud, like what's the what's the story there? Do you reckon? It's it's just him taking you on a ride along with him. Yeah, it's the vibe. Yeah. I felt it felt like fan service kind of stuff. Like do you know, like when Good Hearts comes on, it's like the fan service moment. I've told you this conceptual segment. Now hear this tune, just so like no one can hate kind of thing. Like obviously we're hating because we're like. We want the conceptual album mm. kind of piece, but like mm. other people are like, oh, I'm glad this happy Good Hearts just came on. Or like, oh yeah, the banger with mm. and gigs mm. and passive news come on. Okay. So it's You've like articulated trying to what please I was people. With this, with this song, yeah, this mm. song is the first song that's not really trying to do too much. It's just him just barring. And, yeah, and realistically, exactly. if he was trying to do too much on this track, rappers like Parcelu and Backrow G don't have no place on here. But, but just because it's like a vibe, this song's just a vibe. It goes with the do 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 do. It's just a vibey mm. vibey song, and mm. it it top to bottom it slaps for me. I used That's to all. think that crud was just like barring a song, oh, but then when I was listening to it today, even though gigs is just barring, gets kind of says some deep stuff nah, in it. Yes. <laughs> he, yeah, comes yeah, through does say deep stuff. Mad, Get, gets mad puts bars. on a masterclass. That's a that's an incredible verse. And have you seen the video? Uh huh. No, no, I've not seen. No, ever seen a video? I do. My YouTube recommendations aren't giving me these recommendations, nah. bro. Yeah, it's, it's not showing so me the, the video. videos are coming out. Gets flow, gets flow on that that hashtag kind of flow. That was... I know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a lesson in bar in there, definitely. No, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely a lesson. I like what they did with the video as well. Mm. Ripped yeah, it up and that something different, something different, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Low, low budget, but um, you know what? It works for the if you're if you're a UK music scene fan, then you know what they're trying to do. And yeah, it, it works. Yeah, exactly. And Giggs is a national treasure, man. National treasure. Well, he, he did the national hey. anthem. I don't know if you know that, Sean. What he he did the national anthem. Talking the hardest. Wait. That's that's the national anthem, man. Oh, 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 oh okay. okay. <laughs> I'm thinking you need to you need to play this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her, yeah, her talking the hardest. That is the literal Let's national anthem. The Queen. Of the Jeez. If they don't play that in 20 years' time at a football game, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh man. Oh. God, that song still goes off now. Oh, of course it does. Still man, that goes song off. Was, oh, it's brilliant. Did it? You know, Dr. Dre produced that. Yes, Stop actually, yeah, yeah. Like, is that, yeah. That's not true. No, he found, no, he found the video legit. on YouTube. Dr. Dre is that actually that? legit? That's legit. That's a Dr. Dre beat, which is... Actually, <laughs> wait, wait, no. No, hang on. Isn't it... Wait, is it actually his beat or did he search... Did he like, do a YouTube search of like Dr. Dre style beat and then he... No, something it's a like Dr. Dre beat. I swear to God, really? it's a Dr. Dre... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nah, that's mad. Be honest. Mm -hmm. oh, apparently, Stat Quo has a track that uses that beat or something like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, see? I knew there was some story, but. It's a Dr. Dre beat, yeah. man. You can't. Listen, how much UK rappers got Dr. Dre beats? Zero, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> was it even certified, though? I feel like he just covered it and listen, released it. It don't matter, man. The song slaps. I'm sure Dr. Dre's heard it. It's like, I'll let this one run. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. Uh, Watch that video and fool. Nah, nah, I don't want to fuck around with these UK guys. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. 
But um, yeah, crud for me is another not not maybe quite on the level of a IC three, but another. Moment. I feel like the, the end of the mm, album is definitely. So I feel like realistically, the album ended at, at number eleven and twelve through sixteen are just kind of just tracks he didn't know where to put them and it kind of just yeah because mm. it's yeah, interesting you say that. that it's interesting yeah. you say that because when like i said when i first listened to the album i was driving i didn't look at the track list the runtime anything mm. so when i got to like sonia and proud family i was actually thinking well the album's over where's where's mm. no mercy where's skengman all that and then they came on so i thought oh oh it's bonus tracks and then crud came on and i was like, oh fuck right this is still going yeah so yes i i, I completely get what you mean yeah you know squeeze squeeze brings it back though right i think yeah, squeeze yeah. that sound yeah, yeah. Squeeze, it ties yeah. it in for me and i, I love it mirror set, May. it sets it up because yeah. the whole album mm-hmm. I, this sounds really stupid to say yeah but when i heard whoever ada lay is i have never heard of her before when i heard emily sandy i was like where's mirror may though do you know what I mean? I don't know if you guys listen to Mirror May, but I was like, I feel like Mirror May should be in, in the mix here somewhere. Then when I finally got to Squeeze, bearing in mind I'm not looking at the track listing, when I finally got to mm. Squeeze, I was like, here she is. Because I feel mm. like she's like a, a staple for this emotive storytelling type yeah, vibe. Because yeah. she has a very kind of, um, it's almost like Adele, but you know how Adele sings in a really posh voice? Mirror May sings in her actual kind of, no offense to you, Mirror May, chavy accent. And it brings it, uh, it brings like a sense of realness to the to the I whole you mean. the whole song, yeah. yeah. There's a more classical element to Adele, mm. like classically trained element. Mm-hmm. Even though it's soulful yeah. and it's and it's and it's raw and whatnot, but I know what you mean, yeah. But yeah, I like Squeeze. I just wanted another verse. I think it just felt a bit short. It was like it was almost like it wasn't done. But, do, but don't you think it was like almost an alley oop for a little Bo Peep? Yeah, which because it sets it sets it up perfectly. Oh. Sets it up perfectly for controversial that. opinion ending. here. Don't really care about little Bo Peep like that. And Stop I it. wait, no, wait, really? wait, wait for the, re- for the reasons oh. why. Yeah, you'll understand why. Yeah, love the wretch verse, love gets his verse. Dave is just doing that shit where he's just it's talking Dave, bare yeah. waffle, man. He's just talking bare shit. Like I'm not trying. It's to well played. Don't you think it's well placed though? It's well placed. I think in this bit, it's like. Okay, Dave's doing his thing, but I see how it fits in this world that gets us portrayed. Like they've kind of lived a similar, like rough life on the street, and they can convey their their rap voice really like calm. That's what I got from it. I'm just glad that gets his verse comes first, and you know what I mean. Rex is on the the post chorus, and then it's, it's Dave because it's like realistically, it, I don't know if if Dave's verse came first, I would have been a bit like, mm. yeah, yeah, I see mm. that, I see that. Yeah. I see what you, you know what though. Do you know what? And it goes back to the the um, features being on point though. The thing that I'll give Dave is his verse was very much in line with not just the theme of the track, but with Getz's yeah. um, bars as well. Very much in line. It, it worked, and he yeah, and if he hadn't proved it already, he is Dave. Dave is cement. Look, we've we've spoken about his delivery before. And about how we don't quite find it captivating. Like he says a lot, but then you don't really feel the passion in his voice. I get that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to his writing and just yeah. his ability, as if a, you as listen a, as to MC, what he's saying, it's kind of like Nas. Incredible. Like if you listen to what Nas is saying, like Dave, it's like okay, cool. He's speaking yeah, yeah. sense. It's well yeah. crafted. He's actually yeah. like a songwriter yeah. and a lyricist yeah. too. Yeah, but yeah. But, but for me, the, the the sort of the theme of the track for me was well, not the theme, but I I kept thinking about. It was about following and being a follower, wasn't it? And about following trends yeah. and choosing the right path and things like that. And yeah. and Dave said something that was like so on point because there's there seems to be like this thing that it's like, especially with artists, they kind of had this thing like, I don't follow anyone, I'm my own person, people follow me. Like there's there's like there's some sort of 
really sort of high amount of pride in that. But Dave said, the problem ain't following, it's what you choose to follow. And I just thought that was one of the realest lines on this whole project. Mm. It's like, it doesn't matter. You don't, okay, mm. you can follow things. It's all good. It's just what are you choosing to align yourself Definitely. with? Yeah. And I thought that was just so wise, considering how much older these other guys on that track are and how much we respect Wretch and Getz for their mm. pen. Just for him to drop a verse like that was, I, I think, incredible. But mm-hmm. my f- my second favourite line on the album was Getz when he said, I'm phoned to say a change gone come. That's what Samsung. Yeah, that's so such Cook. a bar. Yeah. But it's not yeah, even that. It's that a double was, entendre, isn't it? Because he's saying, he's saying, yeah. uh, uh, I ain't phoned to say a change gone come. That's what Samsung. The phone. Samsung the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he's so honestly good. gets is amazing and it's this whole yeah, album yeah, is, exactly. is to me a lesson in wow in rapping and rapability and it's like what does this album do for grime if any foreign person was like oh what's grime music i would tell them to listen to the, the first six tracks maybe first five tracks of this album and be like that's what grime is because it's not gonna mm. it's not gonna mm. disenfranchise them and make them be like oh this 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 no. and if they hear those first five tracks they're gonna have an understanding for what what grime is like. What what does mm-hmm. what does UK music sound like? Sounds like that. Fast flows, hard beats, weird wacky beats in some places. Like beats that are different that aren't constantly just looping around. They're just kind of all over the place. Yeah. yeah. But like, well, there was one album for. Sorry. No, gonna, go ahead. Sorry. I was just gonna say, as for the impact, you know, we we really seen what happened. It went number two. Obviously, he was aiming for number one, but it's like, mm. if if you're making an album to go number one, then you've already lost in the music scene type vibes yeah exactly that's what i was going to say mm. the fact yeah if you're going for number one you've it's it's not going to be like the album that we got for this to go number two is massive anyway it just goes to show that like what impact it sort of made because it's just it, yeah. it does grind wonders really i think it's just well i just think it's such a well done mm. piece of work really is so like the, yeah. as good as the rollout maybe if you released good hearts as a pre-single it probably would have helped boost this album to number one because that's like good happy vibes and mm. i feel like the singles he pre-released weren't like happy so not many people are going to get on it like that i reckon Ten Thousand tears would have been the one yeah so that would have been a good one that, as well it, it would have had yeah. like five six million streams by now that would have boosted yeah. the, the release day numbers. yeah but you know what? One thing I want to say, he kept it quite real with this album. With mm. down to the single releases, down to the, the track listing, you know, everything. He did not sell out at all. No, like, no, not no, one no, moment. No, nothing on here no. feels forced at all. Nothing on here feels like And it's like no. you'd think seeing an Ed Sheeran feature and like the Good Hearts track, like if you just heard them, you think, oh, he's sold out. But when yeah. you listen to the sequencing, it's like, okay, I can see why he's done this or how this makes sense in the story. And it's just real, the whole thing. No, definitely. Mm. Um, something I wanted to ask you, Doc, because an album that had a huge impact on me and gave me the feeling of this is where I always wanted Grime to go was Kano's Hoodies All Summer. Yep. Oh, and that, yeah, well, that I feel cool. like I wanted to say, have we had a moment like this since then? I don't think we have. No, but I I'm don't. also going to go one up, and but but I wonder whether I wonder whether this is an even bigger moment than hoodies all summer yeah this is a bigger moment because it's charted yeah. but it's also a bigger moment because it's and now not to you know kind of ruin it for everybody but this is a better album get album is better than hoodies yeah it's better yeah Arguably, no no i i agree as I a agree cohesive body no, of work it's a it's a better album but the thing is with hoodies all summer that gave us class of deja which is in my oh, eyes one of the best songs mm-hmm. to ever come out of this country like if, if once no, again if someone's to be like 100%. what's what's grand music i'd be like listen to this 
and understand it. it no, American rappers can't do this because it, it, no, they it can't. Is, it's unique like, to us. It, it, and Class of Danger is yeah. is like old school grime. It represents that perfectly. I feel yeah. like, but um, Conflict What's of Interest, the, the whole yeah. album represents like the scene, even right mm. now though. Like yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not irrelevant. But that's what the last to... section is for me because the last section features all the, obviously not the older, you know, the, the old, not the newer people, but like, is it more current relevant people? So it's more of mm-hmm. a, Reference to now, even in the like the, mm. the definitely yeah, palette. I can yeah, see that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't notice that, but all of the features in that final third are actually like new school technically. Yeah, even true. Who's an old school rapper, kind of like blue in new new school though. Yeah, so yeah. See, yeah. I, I think this is why I need time with this one, um, because with hoodies all summer, I I, I still think I st- I still think that's a better album personally. I I agree with Sean um, with that. But, I think um, I, I, I think this one has a clearer um story mm. and arc, I guess. Yeah. But mm-hmm. musically and and just the, the conciseness of, of hoodies all summer, I think it's a a, a bit better. I, I knew that's what you <laughs> was gonna say. Uh, I, yeah, this... I, I hear what you guys are saying, I really yeah. do. And Kano because, is but, yeah. nuts. Well. No, but nuts. <laughs> Even though I think Conflicts of Interest is better than Hoodies All Summer, the height on um, Hoodies All Summer with Class of Deja, I'm sorry, not, nothing can reap... Th- the way that Kano and Getz go... No, mm. I know it's not just that, but it's the way that Kano and Getz go back to forth. And I'm telling you, it's this sound. I'm telling you, every time I think mm. of that sound, I picture myself in East London, like, where, where, where they are. You just... And on top of watching it in the video, you get that feel. Nothing is, that song is just phenomenal. Like, I, I, even though there's massive heights on here, I don't get that height. That height is phenomenal. You can't from get that height, it, It's three of the uh, best rappers in the, in the yeah. scene doing something. Yeah. Ama- it's not yeah. like, oh, let's take turns. You do verse one, I do verse two. It mm. was like, yeah, man. I want to. I want to get all over this, and then having D Double on the on the hook doing oh, what he yes. does best so just, just yeah. makes the hype insane. Insane, and I'm kind of pissed. This, I've yeah. never heard that song out in a party. I don't know why. Oh, Maybe yeah. I'm going to the wrong parties, but I've never heard Class of Danger played at a party. No, neither have I. Have you seen the video as well? The video is amazing. The, the video is amazing. Front room, just just getting yeah. gas. Yeah, exactly. But but this is where I, I I always try with the reviews. I always try to be objective, but this is where you can't you, you can't remove bias sometimes. So you know the way we all reacted to um, Fine Wine going into Mozambique. Yeah, mm. I had that with three years later on Hoodies All Summer. I had that with teardrops, especially mm-hmm. class of deja. You know that just that video of trouble and class of deja. Mm-hmm. There were multiple moments on that level. Even after the album, when he played "Suck Your Mum" on Jules Holland, it was just a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But this is why this. But, the, but what I want to kind of round up by saying is, is that this this gets album like the, the first track suggests, being fine one, may get better for me over time and may catch up but at the minute i think just because i've had time with hoodies all summer yeah if you keep in mind that the album ends at proud family in my opinion then this is that's that fits into your bracket of a 10 maybe 11 track piece of work and it feels concise and proud family can be a a great close to this project yeah Mm. but if you play it all the way from top to bottom you're going to get tired of it you're gonna get tired of it because skangman yeah skangman drags yeah you know what i mean no that's that's why yeah Squeeze is gonna yeah. drag. You know what I mean? These those those yeah. and they're long songs. Yeah. They're they're four or mm-hmm. five minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. long, long songs. But if you if you go like okay, track mm-hmm. one to twelve or track one to eleven, sorry, that's me. That's still a good forty-five, maybe bit longer album. It is a long right. album. That is you're right. uh, yeah, that's the thing for me, and that's why my, my score might seem a bit low when we get to it, but it's just that 
yeah, that, like I said, I had I have my reservations about a couple of tracks in the middle. I'm still not sure on the placement of, you know, the other two that we mentioned, and just oh, like if I've got it on in the background, it plays fine. If I'm not thinking about it too much, top to bottom, it plays absolutely fine. Yeah. But it's when I was really sort of deep in it, mm. and like that having that sort of change from like I say autobiography to Good Hearts, and then Proud Family to Skeng Man, it was just like there was a bit of a sluggishness in that sense. It felt a bit long. Whereas, like I said, hoodies all summer, bang, top to bottom, every time, every okay. single time. Well, yeah. top top three. I guess we'll let Sean go first. Top three. Can I have fine wine in Mozambique as one? If you want. <laughs> trust me, trust me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna go for. I still say. I'm still gonna say icy free because we didn't even talk about when he starts going go on and go on and draw for the shetty. I'm like, <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Uh, and uh, little Bo Peep is is resonating with me at the minute. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, it's fine wine slash Mozambique. You know, got a, got a group this together. Um, then I'm I'm gonna be honest. Here. I have to put No Mercy in there, right? Just because that that thing he does with the do 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 do, it's just too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just too, too fire. It's, it's too much. It's too much man. for me. And then it, it, yeah, if I'm keeping it honest. Probably Sonia, just because I like the story. And I feel like storytelling rap is, is really underappreciated and I like it. So, yeah, th- those three slash four for me. To be honest, mine's exactly the, mine's exactly the same as Sam's. I'm not even deep in it. This is completely <laughs> the same. So there's no even point for me to even repeat. It's exactly okay. the same. Cool. My one's um, Little Bo Peep, um, Fine Wine Mozambique. But also, fire, fire and brimstone hop out if that can be counted as a double. See, as this well. is the thing um, I was looking at. I, can't, I was to say, can so we all agree that the first four tracks are just, just like to all everyone's top it's three? Unreal, yeah, it's a one two punch in it. And did we, I don't yeah. know if we said it, but the Diddy um part is not a sample, isn't it? He actually recorded it for the album. That's what I thought as well. That's like, mad. it's mad that he just turned up, recorded that because I was thinking, yeah. like, I've never heard these these lyrics before, so I was thinking, like, maybe I'm just not too tapped into Dizzy because I don't really listen to him like that but I'm glad that I, I wasn't wrong yeah scores uh, same order scores okay so bearing in mind the stuff I said about the middle and then the sort of couple of two or three sort of tracks afterwards um, I've got it at 8.4 for now mm. 8.4 that's not even too bad no, that's, a, that's not bad to, at all I was about I to scream I was about no, to no, scream no no, <laughs> no, no. I, I, and I think it will go up in time but um that's where I'm at at the minute, yeah. I'm at a solid nine for this. Not mad at that. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I hate to be so similar, but yeah, I've had this at nine. But it's, it's for me, it's solid throughout. I, well, it's better, better than solid. So it's nine. It's like just, and I felt like I was on a cinematic experience. So mm. it's definitely a nine for me. I wanted nine point five to be honest, but I feel like discussing it it was pushing it to 9.3 um so that's my final score nice the only only reason i said a nine right is because if i'm if i'm really really critical and if i'm really really honest it's like yeah i really like this album but is it good i guess Mm. do you know what i mean i guess and that that's what the the nine is for anything if it was like amazing outstanding you know a crazy body of work then i'd be like got pushed that up higher than the nine yeah but just had to, had to keep it. I had to keep my own personal yeah. gas out of it. No, that, that that's the thing. And then like I can't. So 
I, I feel I scored mine as a nine because anything above a nine, I can't be having any sort of nitpicking holes. It's got to be flawless. For anything like above, mm-hmm. when you're going like 9.5s above, that it's got to be flawless and it's got yeah, to be, yeah, yeah. struggle to find nit- any nitpicks, but yeah. there is stuff that you could nitpick here. So nine, nine. I think, yeah, like I my point three came from like those heights it hits are so high. And yeah. like, I feel like it might not be the error that we're in. It might just be the timing he released it, but I feel like, it could be such massive, impactful moments. Um, That's what I had to keep in mind. I feel like we've yeah. been starved of good yeah. music for a long time from the UK, right? It's been at least mm-hmm. over a year before since we've re- re- received a project like this, right? That's why I got the nine. And I was like, is this up there, up there? Yeah, but it's not up there, up there, up there, where I could have been like mm. nine point whatever. Overall, it gives it an yeah. 8.9, though, from all the scores you've given it there. It's well-deserved. Yeah, I, ha- I have... Um, I have one last question. Do we think this is gets his peak or is there more? It could be. Because I got the impression from listening to this that I think he can go even better. I think he's good enough to keep improving. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think do. so. I, I think it keep could be his peak. I, but it's like, does it really matter if it's his peak or not? No. No, because I actually like, think he yeah. probably has he probably has one of, if not the greatest story in Grime as well, his arc. I think, like, if you look at his career from the beginning to now, it's it's incredible. Um, so if this is his, if this is the peak he reaches, fine. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't think he has to prove anything else. I don't think he has necessarily do anything else. He's done it. Look, we all know though, if he cuts some of the tracks out of this album, it would have been like even more perfect, right? I feel yeah. like oh yeah, hundred percent. His that's, next that's project, I mean, yeah. as if he, as long as he does that, I feel like it could, as long as it doesn't go downwards. Yeah. So my my uh, my prediction is that this is his uh, made in the manner, and his next one's going to be hoodies all summer. Oh wow! Oh well, is that what you feel? Wow. You think it's, it's only I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Mm-mm, no, I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> I think he's going to level up. I think he's going to level he, up. If he does that, man, that's madness. I don't know if you listened to his just last remember album. When, yeah, Ghetto Gospel. That was a good album. It wasn't. That amazing. was a good album. It wasn't amazing, yeah, but that, it was that, a good. That it was, was an eight, I would say, like in, in a yeah, comfy eight. It was a prequel Sorry. to this, and it, that album was very feature heavy. Whereas this album's not yeah. feature heavy. The features feel less forced than it did on on Ghetto yeah, Gospel. Yeah, yeah. We had a mixtape vibe to it, didn't it? Because it was a sequel to that tape. But I think his his um, studio albums have got better as they've gone on. The three of them. There's there's very few rappers in this country that can do do albums and and this is a mm. a very good album yeah it's weird though because like even back in the day his mixtapes kind of felt like albums with freedom of speech and ghetto mm. gospel mm. although named mixtapes they kind of felt in that era like okay this is what albums are for uk rappers though yeah 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 and he was saying stuff early like as early mm-hmm. as 2000 in life he's always mm-hmm. been saying stuff um like he, he often gets called like people often say when he was ghetto he was just you know, loud, aggressive, crazy flows. But he was actually, yeah. You know, he was he, he was, was doing some stuff back then as well. So yeah, yeah. We have to get onto Big fire time. in the desert, right? Can't mention anything with Charlie stuff without doing some bombs. Yo. Excessive bombs <laughs> incoming. Um, personally, yeah, I've never really liked Charlie stuff for many reasons, just because he's just fucking annoying and he, he got Drake so gassed on his shit. We shouldn't talk about Drake, but I'm going to quickly mention this. He got Drake so gassed on his shitty fire in the booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's that so is, true, I know. It's ridiculous. So for me, 
that just pissed me off about about Charlie Soft forever. But gets far in the desert because it's something different. It was great. I've only listened to it once, but it was great. Yeah. It's just part of the marketing campaign, right? Yeah. It's like he's he's done so many different things. It's like, how can you not rate it? The Daily Duppy, this fire in the desert, and the tank. Have you seen the Tank God video? Where he's riding down. Yeah. Not seen that. It's uh, it's like he's he's on a tank, right? It's like going through London because he was trying to get the number one. He wanted to promote it like that. And he's like, he just recorded a music video essentially for like a minute and a bit Mm. on top. It's crazy. Captivating. To, To be honest, the problem is with this fire in the booth, right? Is. I don't know if it was like a as amazing as I as I was expecting, because I yeah, feel like it, in Fire yeah. in the Booth, right? The, all the legendary ones I can think of, they go on for like ten minutes, ten oh, minutes, yeah. and, three and different they just beats. Spit. Yeah, and they spit hella bars. Well, like obviously he does say some great bars on here, but like you, you are right though. The iconic ones I can remember, they are just going off and they're going off for ages. While this one was short it's, and sweet. It, I really. feel like the production value on this. This sounds really stupid to say because it feels like I'm trying to keep the scene back, but it's like the production value on this is too high do you know what I mean mm. one they're yeah. out in the desert so I was looking around like oh shit this is amazing type thing but it's like I'm used to just seeing man rolls up in a t-shirt or in a fucking jacket no chains no nothing just in the studio with Charlie Sloth and Charlie Sloth's like staring at the rapper like you know what yeah. I mean like breathing intensely like he's about to pass out right but then then the rapper's just going off going off going off and it's like oh you want another beat next beat comes on next beat comes on and it's like, for me, this one's a bit too, like, even though he does do two different beats, yeah, two different beats in this, is a bit like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not, this isn't like a classic fire in the booth. And mm. for for, it to, for them to have made it such a moment, it, it it didn't really land the way I thought it no. would. Oh, I can't get that image out of my head of <laughs> Charlie Soft breathing the rappers. You know what he's like? The... <laughs> <laughs> is that how you feel, yeah? Is that how you feel, Dressy? Oh, man. <laughs> No, that's hilarious, man. Oh, do you know who had one of the best fire in the booth, though? Bugsy Malone. No, I was just, oh man, you saw Bugsy Malone. I was gonna say Big Nasty, Big Nasty part three, yeah. He told some mad story. Big Nasty, he was like, Remember when Big Nasty went on? Do you remember when he went on after Chip went on on that little rant around the time of like in response to Tiny and he just was like. He, he kind of just schooled Chip in a way. We just schooled people in general to like what grime was and all this. Do you know what is with Big and Nasty? One. Look at his fire in the booths, yeah? They're all over 10 minutes long and they're all amazing. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. Big Nasty's underrated. Big Nasty is a clever man. Clever no, Big man. Nasty's very underrated, man, because he he's, he spits real bars and people just think he's like like a jokester, but he's not. He's yeah. like, he, he says some real shit. Yeah, I, I love Big Nasty. For his sense of humor, he doesn't take anything too seriously. Like that, mm-hmm. and that for me is like that's that's part of being a grime rapper is just being who. And you like are. his smoke up things, his smoke up videos are just so funny. Oh, oh, you know what? He's in the car. Oh. Uncle Payne, all that's yeah. hilarious. Oh, he's a rare, he's a rare example as well of someone that's made it big time but has not sold out. Have you watched mm. his show? The yeah, yeah, I've watched his show. Yeah, oh, that's brilliant. The big, the big nasty show is is fantastic, man, because he doesn't sell out at all. Have you seen? He no, have you seen the one where Dennis Rodman's on there flipping? Yeah, I, yeah, was, yeah. I was in tears flipping dying because he was like, oh, because when when he when he, he was um, talking about the dick breaking think, stories. Yeah, when he broke his penis. mad about Big Nasty? Do you know mad about him? Imagine, yeah, they're filming for all three, four hours, yeah, but we only get to see an hour of that content. What does he do that we don't get to see? 
because I'm well, sure. He's smoking up the whole time, isn't Smoke he? Suits, apparently, yeah. he's, apparently, he's smoking the whole time <laughs> in Channel 4 studios. That's, but that's, you're allowed to do whatever you like in certain places, like, even though you don't I think you can. But with him, yeah. I need. I they they should release that like as a DVD or something, just unedited mm. shows just to see the mad stuff he does to some of these celebrities. Like imagine he's got fucking I don't remember his name now, but whoever plays Ross Geller, that that guy, David oh, David yeah, Schwimmer, yeah, yeah. and he yeah. just bu- he didn't bully him, but he pissed him up like you know what I mean? he didn't have any respect for him. He's like pivot, pivot. I was like, <laughs> you're dumb. What about when when him and him and Jimmy Carr were just cussing each other out? Have you oh, seen that? that oh my, hilarious. God. Jimmy Carr is hilarious as well. Like in that sort of invite, like heckling and and like back and forth. He's got the funniest He's laugh raw. I've ever heard too. Oh no, yeah. It's because he's breathing in instead of breathing out. That's why he sounds like that. Oh, that's funny, man. I was sorry. And the last one before we go is um, Rich and Avellino. Rich. Yeah, that that is Rich. The way he kills that that XX feet. Oh my god! Wow, that's when get um, Rich. For me, it's Kano's most recent one. Kano's just. Kano's one was yeah. That was actually a really good one as well. Yeah, Yeah. Kano's madman. And do you know what I miss as well? Do you remember when the, you had that... It, again, it was during sort of Grimes Resurgence where someone would go on one extra with, like, Mr. Jam and do, like, a, a Kano and Friends or a Getz and Friends or something like that. And oh, yeah. On random yeah. People. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the one where it was... I think it was Boy Better Know. Oh, Nathan yeah. Bizzle was on there and they brought Dizzy Rascal on and everyone went mad. And then at the end, General, well, General Lee came on. Yeah, yeah. But no, but remember, no, God. I loved that whole video because Mr. Jam was there. You saw how hyped Temper T was getting and he just wanted the mic. And when, I, I, who was it? I think it was Fecky told the mic off him and you know, face. It shows you because look, a lot of people have their opinions of Dizzy Rascal, but when he came on, they were all... Oh, they were going hype. He's man. very, yeah. very highly respected still. Because he mm. did lay the he laid the foundation with that album, you know. He wasn't the first, but he, he was the first big name with that he, album. He's still but... got one of the most unique voices out of all of them yeah. as well. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, incredible. I think I was listening to someone speak recently, and they said that when they used to go to like the old sidewinders and Eskimo dances and that, all you would hear is Dizzy Rascal just like go like check, and everyone would go mad. Just that sort of uh, the inflection in his voice would just mm. cause people to go crazy back then. Mm. Um, yeah. And and people just corrupt FM. They're corrupt. They're uh, they're live lounge. They're, sorry, they're sixty minutes live. When Craig David comes on, it's hilarious. Have you ever seen that? No, I've not nah. seen that. So they're, they're all doing their thing. There's big not. Well, the name who shall the person who shall not be named is there, but big nasty's oh, there too. God. Yeah, <laughs> big nasty's there too. And randomly, this is before this guy came back. Craig David comes on. This is before his comeback, and he and big nasty loses his mind. He's like, I'm gas for Craig David. He's going, and he's going, the booty man can. Whereas well, Craig David's trying to sing. It's so funny. It's so funny. Big Nasty's yeah, ridiculous, man. He's absolutely ridiculous. But he's ridiculous right, in a good way. Time. Yeah, yeah. He's, very, he's, he's um, clued up as well. I've I, I watched oh, yeah, him talking he's about the NHS and, and stopping yeah. search and all that. And he was very, very, uh, it's quite powerful what he was saying, actually. He's not dumb. People assume no. anybody that's like funny and jerky is dumb. He's not dumb. He's he's quite intelligent. He's quite fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's a good yeah. mix between I always say it's not, how, it's not how you say things, it's what you say. So he can use all the slang and the funny talk, but he's actually saying some stuff. Definitely. <laughs>